Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shalene Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. My mission is to share with you everything I've learned from my 25 years in business, from idea inception to big business marketing strategies. And my goal is to share with you social media money-making strategies to help you transform your idea into passive income, even when you have limited time and a tight budget. Today, I'm going to share with you all of the specific details on exactly what and how we repurpose my story content to improve our ROI for advertising, email marketing, and social media promotions. So get excited because today you're getting the inside scoop. All right, I would recommend if you haven't already to grab a pen and a piece of paper and write these things down. Now, I'm gonna share with you exactly step-by-step how we do this. But before I do, I want you to know anyone can do this. You can do this too. But a lot of what I'm gonna be sharing with you are steps that I don't personally do. And if you listen to the Build Your Tribe show more than once, you know that I believe life is too short for you to be doing these things yourself. If there's one frustration that I have with new entrepreneurs, it's that they just don't believe that they need to hire someone and that they believe that it's going to take too long to have somebody else do it. And they're like, oh yeah, it'll only take me a second to do this thing and do that thing. Meanwhile, you've listened to countless episodes of Build Your Tribe and heard strategies that you can put in place in your business. And if you had put all of those strategies in place right now, when you're listening to the show, you'd be a multimillionaire. So what's stopping you from putting all of these incredible, you know, golden nuggets, these pieces in place? Usually it's a matter of time and resources. There's only one you and I want you to live your life. So before I start down this path and explain everything that we do, I need you to know that this is a team of about four people that are doing what I'm about to explain. Can you do it yourself? You sure can. But while you're doing that, there's now much less time for you to do the things that only you can do. Everything that I'm going to share with you, someone else could and should be doing. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. You're going to get serious about hiring a virtual assistant. If you want to know more about how to do that, I've created those episodes here too. Just do a search on whatever podcast you're listening to for Build Your Tribe, virtual staff. I think another one I entitled was The Biggest Mistake New Entrepreneurs Make. That's all about hiring a virtual staff member. And maybe I'll update those episodes and do a new one just to get the message out to you. But the the information in those previous episodes, I just listened to them recently, is still current. There's nothing that's outdated there. So I would tell you to get on that right away because what I'm going to share with you is really critical and it can make a huge difference in your business. For us, (laughs) oh my gosh, it's made such a difference from a financial standpoint and also just the opportunity to reach more people. As a solo entrepreneur, you sometimes feel like, you know, gosh, if I'm not doing something in social media every single day, then this wheel doesn't turn. Like I am the machine. And if you feel that way, I want you to know there's a way for you to kind of reach more people and be on more platforms and not feel like you're spreading yourself thin. And I'm going to share with you exactly how we do that. So number one, we start with a weekly calendar at the beginning of the week or sometimes on the Friday before, I take a look at what we have coming up in terms of promotions and activities that are happening within our business. So let's say, for example, I know that in June, we're going to be promoting 
gifts for grads, and we've got an opportunity to do a promotion for Father's Day. I also know that I'm going to be finishing up some book stuff, and I'm also going to be doing some traveling. So I look at everything that's going on, and I figure out, okay, which of these things do we need to promote? And then what type of topics can I think about talking to my audience about that's very organic, like it's on my heart. And we make a calendar, basically, of things that I need to or should, nothing's mandatory, and I want to feel organic, but things that I should address this week. That way, I have it in my Smart Life Push Journal. At the beginning of the week on Monday, I just make a quick little list of all of the things that I need to, at some point, fit into either an Instagram story or a Snapchat story. Now, I also factor into what I need to cover sometimes things that my advertising team says they need from me. So when it comes to advertising on Facebook and on Instagram, on all the platforms, on all the socials, what's performing the best for us is truly organic content, meaning not scripted, a little bit messy, but me shooting straight from the hip, like what I'm seriously passionate about. And the more real and the more kind of grainy and authentic it looks, the better it's performing for us. So a lot of times my advertising team is taking a Snapchat that I did on a particular topic and they're like, oh, this is going to be a great little Facebook ad and they'll chop it up. But in chopping it up, they realize that I went a little off topic and I you know, saw something sparkly in the distance and, and I got off topic and then I got back on topic. So it just doesn't edit nicely. So my advertising team will say, hey, you know, if you get a chance this week when you're on Snapchat, you know, remember that time when you kind of went off on how the healthcare system is really a sick care system? Well, if you can do that kind of same topic again, but just stay on topic and keep it under a minute, that would crush. So I don't have to do that, but it's helpful for me to remember that. And they didn't tell me specifically what to say, but if I can keep that in mind, what's great about Snapchat is you get one minute of recording time. Whereas on Instagram, what is it, 15 seconds or whatever it is? And then it stops. You don't get a continuous one minute. So I really like to start by creating my content on Snapchat in most cases. So I start with a list at the beginning of the week. And I glance at that every morning. I mean, I just basically just glance at it. And then I just document my day. I really love stories. They're so up my alley. It allows me to just, you know, spout off my opinion or share with my viewers what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. I just kind of document my day. And I glance at that list each morning just so it's kind of in my subconscious. But I want it to feel very organic and very free-flowing. Otherwise, it's scripted and it's contrived and you can tell and you can feel that. And it's not authentic and people are so freaking hungry for authentic. So if I get that content in that day, great. If I don't, I don't. I never force it. Never, never force it. That's what I use each day to kind of like, hopefully fit some of those pieces in. That's what I do. And then I record all week long. That's where I'm done. I'm out of the picture. Everything else I'm going to share with you is what I would like for you to have a virtual assistant do for you. And if that means you have to do it initially so you can teach them how to do it and create a screen recording while you're doing it so you have means by which to train them. That's fine too. Okay, so every day at exactly 10 a.m., I have a staff member who logs into my Snapchat and they download the last 24 hours of snaps. 
That downloads to their phone, which is a Team Johnson phone. And then they upload that video and categorize it in Dropbox. We have our Dropbox is a beautiful thing. Let me just tell you, I'm not trying to brag right now. But one of the reasons why our team works so seamlessly and the reason why it's so easy to create this trickle-down social media process is because of the way our Dropbox is set up. Anyone at any time can go into Dropbox, even though we have literally millions and millions of files and so much freaking content. Anyone can find what they need because we have a really easy to use, super organized system in place, which I fully detail and show you how to set your own up and why it's so essential. And I do that inside a program I call the Virtual Business Academy, which by the way, if you need help hiring a virtual assistant and you don't understand how you could give someone your Snapchat password and not risk having them have access to, you know, programs or platforms that you don't want them to have access to. I teach all of those things inside the Virtual Business Academy. The Virtual Business Academy doesn't teach you how to do business. It teaches you how to organize your business and how to hire people, just to be clear. Okay, that was a side note. I mean, it would be rude if I didn't tell you about that program and I'm explaining all of these things and your next question is like, well, how do I do this? How do I hire someone to do this? How do I protect my passwords? Yeah, that's all inside the Virtual Business Academy. And you can find that by going to shaleenjohnson.com. All right. And apparently this podcast has been sponsored by the Virtual Business Academy. Anyways, 10 a.m., team member goes in, logs in, downloads 24 hours worth of my last snaps. It gets uploaded to Dropbox. It is categorized by the date. Okay? That individual's responsibility is also to watch the full whatever length of time that 24-hour period of Snapchats are. And it can be up to 10 minutes sometimes. I kind of snap a lot. But this is a very special member of our team. It's someone who like gets me, gets my humor, like really gets me. That's important. And so his job is then to take that really long video, which is how it downloads from Snapchat, and cut the pieces up that make a complete idea or thought or story. So if you will, like let's say maybe I do 10 snaps in a row, all on talking about gut health. Okay, well that might now make a nice little short video clip that can be reposted onto Facebook. So his job is to take whatever pieces that feel like they would be easily repurposed for another platform and then take that those pieces and he repurposes those pieces into complete videos and he'll put overlays on top of them and music and then also write a caption for it and maybe a call to action and then he schedules them into Facebook. His next responsibility is then to take the pieces that are a little bit longer, like let's say there's in the middle of that long Snapchat video, which again is all of my snaps from the day linked together. Let's say in the middle, there's uh, two minutes worth of content just on rehabbing after an injury. And that's content that would be ideal for my Instagram story. He'll take that piece of the video, which might be say two minutes long and upload it to the following app. Ready? Write this down. You're going to love this. Cut story. 
It looks like a little film reel when you're looking at the app, and it's on a white background with a pink film wheel. I don't know if it's available for Android, but it does work on iPhone. And all you do is you upload that two-minute video, and you click Save and select the format for which you want to save it. So, for example, if you're saving this content and you want it broken down into pieces that are the right length for Instagram, you simply select Instagram, and out will pop eight individual video files that are already formatted for Instagram stories. And now that can be scheduled and one of my virtual assistants can then post that to my Instagram story. And see, now what's happening is I don't have to post that on the same day that I already posted it to my Snapchat because, you know, I've got a lot of followers who are on both places, although sometimes we do that. But a lot of times what that means then is I've got content that I can post at any time. And especially when it's promotional content, like I'm talking about something that I'm really excited or passionate about, like say, for example, health and fitness and, you know, repairing leaky gut and how the 131 will help you with that. If I just nailed it one day and we had, we saw like a tremendous spike in our sales, we know that's like a really good clip. And so we will then take that little clip and repurpose it and use it on the Instagram stories, not only for my Instagram page, but we've got countless feature accounts. So we have countless, (laughs) I shouldn't say countless, we have several accounts, the 131, and we have feature accounts for health and fitness, goal setting, etc. And all of those accounts can show stories. So it's giving me the opportunity to create content in one location, that being Snapchat, and have it repurposed to not just my Instagram stories, but the Instagram stories of about six other accounts. Again, not all on the same day. That's key. As well as my Facebook and just about any other platform. I mean, you can repurpose this content for Twitter or do it in reverse. You can create the content on Instagram stories and then repurpose it for Snapchat and Facebook. It's really up to you. The second person who's watching my Snapchat is a member of our team who specifically works with our ad placement. And so her job is to be watching for my content and just looking for pieces that feel very authentic and very passionate and work as a promotion. So a lot of times I'm storytelling why it is I've created a particular solution. Say, for example, why it is I created a system of three water bottles. And I talk about the habits and the systems that I follow pretty routinely on Snapchat. So she'll look for content that she goes, oh, wow, okay, this would be perfect for us to test on a Facebook ad. So she knows what date that's on. Then she goes, where does she find that video? Very simply, she knows exactly where to find it and exactly on what date she can find it because everything's labeled appropriately. She pulls that video down. She searches for that content. She takes that content and will upload just that little piece for a Facebook ad, okay? And also we work with a Facebook ad agency. They have access to that folder as well. So she can now, you know, cut out just that little piece of the video, label it as such for our Facebook ad team. They can pull it, test it in a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad or even now Snapchat ads. And this has been working beautifully because then they can go back and go, okay, it worked really well as a one minute video. We're gonna edit it down to 30 seconds and see how that does. And maybe at the 30 second mark, they're like, oh, it's crushing, but we really need a stronger call to action. 
So then I'm able to look at it and go, okay, so what did I do that was working? And again, I, I won't try to script it, but it helps me to realize how to fine tune my message. So what I'm talking about needs to be authentic, it needs to be passionate, it needs to be real, but it's great to be able to make that message even more concise because people's attention span is shorter and shorter and shorter. What's funny to me is we created this, you should watch it just for the sake of watching. We created like an infomercial version of the 131 where I explain how it is we came here, why people are so unhealthy, why 80% of the population has leaky gut, why it is I have a completely different opinion about the health and fitness industry of which I guess you could say I'm still a part of, but I don't agree with most of what's being marketed because it's not making you healthy. It's actually creating oxidative stress and emotional attachments to food and eating disorders and body dysmorphia, and there's a healthier way. And it's called the 131. So we created this kind of like documentary style video. And at the end, of course, is a call to action. So it's on our sales page. If you go to 131method.com, you can see that. I think it's a nine, eight or nine minute video. But what's funny is initially it was like a 20 minute video. And we're like, well, that's fine. You know, people watch 30 minute infomercials. But the attention span when people are looking at their phone is a lot different from someone's attention span when they're watching their TV. It's much shorter. So we just kept shortening it and shortening it. Eventually we got down to eight minutes and the ads that are performing best for that, for the one through one are under a minute. So interesting, huh? Yeah, I mean, you think people want more information, but the fact is they're just watching you long enough to figure out if they can trust you. And that's why I tell you, don't script this stuff, you guys. I want you to have a general plan, but don't freaking script it. It won't work. It's not believable because if it's not coming directly from your brain, even with the extra words you didn't mean to stick in there, it just, people are too suspicious. They won't buy it. You know, it's got to be from your heart. It's got to be real. It's got to be passionate. And I'd like to say that our advertising team is killing it because we're using real content. You know, I think as consumers, we're too savvy and we can tell when an ad has been created for us. And we're very curious when it feels like something is like real and raw and behind the scenes and unscripted. So give that a try. Okay, my last and final step or our last and final step so far, because we keep, we keep discovering new ways to trickle down the same content. Okay, so here's the last one. And this one has been an incredible revenue source for us. Surprising. I mean, this is just a great idea. One of our staff members came up with the idea. Jesse, shout out to Jesse. She said, you know, Shalene, you've got such great snap content, but gosh, I feel like if I miss a day, I've missed like some really valuable book that you were talking about or this incredible gadget you got on Amazon. I hate when I miss the good stuff. I wish there was like a summary every week. What if we created kind of a summary of your best snaps? And we did. We call it Snapshot of the Week. And that's exactly what it is. It's my Snapchat content that I created during the course of that week. But it's taking the best pieces or the pieces that we know perform the best and putting them into one kind of succinct email that's a summary of, I think we pick five. I think we originally were picking eight. Now we just pick five topics. And I will tell you that at least two of them are promotional. And then three might just be, you know, great content. Like it's useful to my audience. If it's not going to be useful, then there's no need to, you know, 
included. We really try to stick with things that we believe are going to serve our audience. And that links then to kind of a blog type post of summary of each one of those top stories, as well as a little video clip where they can rewatch it if they want. Now, that one email has our lowest unsubscribe rate, which is exciting, number one. And number two, it has our highest revenue source. So people are going directly from that every Friday email and buying, buying whatever it is worked well as a promotion that week. And that's why it's so essential that we start with a plan, that we start with a calendar and we look at our promotions for the month and then we break it down week by week so that it makes sense that I talked about it sometime during that week because we know that promotional email is going to go out on Friday. So while it's organic and it's authentic and it's real, there is strategy involved. I'm thinking about like, okay, I want to make sure I mention this at some point this week. And that strategy creates revenue. And I'm excited to say it's also creating a, an ever-growing email list. Like people freaking love this snapshot email. In fact, if you want to sign up for it, you can go to shaleenjohnson.com and just sign up for it at the top of the page. But it's really performing well. And everything that I've mentioned here today, you can do too. But remember the piece that I do. I just open up my phone and I talk to Snapchat and I'm done. That's it. I'm done. All these other pieces take a lot of time. I'm just going to be frank with you. Writing that Snapchat snapshot email, I would say putting that all together and with the links and chopping down the video, I mean, it's a minimum of probably three days, three full days, you know, and, and then to think about how much time it takes for my team to cut up the other videos and repurpose them in social media. So there's lots of opportunity here for you to do less. But let's talk about making the right choice. If you truly want to do less, let's evaluate the four options you have. Okay, option number one is that you, you don't think you can do this. So you already feel defeated and you're going to say, you know what? I'm only one person. I'm just going to focus on Facebook or on Instagram. I'm not going to worry about repurposing content or even trying to be on those other platforms. So you've already decided enough is enough. You know, this is good enough. And you don't want to scale your business. I just have to be frank. I mean, if that's what you've decided, that means you've made a decision that you do not want to scale your business. You don't want it to grow bigger than what you as one person can do and handle. And that's fine. No judgment. I just want you to be very clear. Option number two is you decide, okay, I'll do all this work that Shalene just talked about. I will be the person who downloads it. I will chop up and cut it up and repurpose it. And I'll put it on Facebook and I'll put it on Instagram stories and I'll, I'll write the email and I'll do the snapshot of the week and blah, blah, blah. And I'll just do all that myself. Well, that's not doing less, my friend. But it is doing less of the things that only you can do because all those other things someone else can learn to do. No one else can learn to be you on camera. No one else can learn to write like you. No one else can be you. So you're actually going to be working a lot more and probably earning less. Your third option is to go, man, I got to scale my business. And I am only one person. And I actually want to have a life. And I already feel like I'm a slave to my freaking phone. But this stuff, it does seem like a great idea. So what do I do? <laughs> I said this before. 
you need to slow down before you can speed up. Now, my co-host, Brock Johnson, who you've heard him many times talk about the fact that he is a full-time college student, he's an athlete, and he runs his own business, and he's coaching clients, and he's a podcast host, and he's a public speaker, and he's creating content and programs and promotions and has multiple social media accounts. How does he do all that, get good grades, and still focus on being a college athlete? By having a team of virtual assistants. And when I say a team, I think he's got two people. You don't need many, but it does require you to slow down. Like, I'm not kidding. You might have to take a week off and do, you know, maybe just a couple of hours each day on your business and devote the other six or seven hours to getting all of your ducks in a row so that you can hire your first virtual team member. And if you don't want to hire a virtual team member, your first in-person team member, that's up to you. But I walk you through that process and how it is you should make that decision, what you should assign to them first, how you assign it to them, how you get your passwords in order, how you get your Dropbox in order, and why all those things have to happen first, first, before you hire someone. If you hire someone without first organizing your Dropbox, without first figuring out how you're going to secure all of your passwords without first creating a system to train them via video. If you don't create all those videos to train them how to do these things ahead of time, if you don't do all these things ahead of time, you just hire someone, you're going to be right back where you were, where you're going so fast. You're like, oh God, I don't even have time to figure out what to tell them what to do. Oh my gosh, I'm so busy. Oh no, I feel, oh no, oh, I'm wasting all this money. I'm paying this person and I don't even have the time to explain to them what they need to do. And I don't, oh, I don't even know where that thing is in the Dropbox. I don't even know how to explain to them where it's at. Does that sound familiar? That is why I created the Virtual Business Academy because most of the entrepreneurs I meet and those who paid me a boatload of money to coach them, we go back to these basics. Your business doesn't scale and your life doesn't get better until you get help. And, you know, sometimes it takes time. But remember this, it's okay to slow down so that your business can speed up, so that your business can scale so that you can live. I want you working less and making more, and it's possible. All right, it's my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. Y'all, we're done. This episode has been brought to you by the Smart Life Push Journal. If you're the type of individual who loves to make lists, keep yourself on task, get organized, and there just don't seem to be enough hours in the day. This is a convenient, lightweight, simple-to-use 30-day system. This is not just a day planner. And learn how you can get your health, fitness, life, and goals organized and develop the laser focus you need to have the life that you deserve. Check it out. Go to smartlifepushjournal.com.